We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it is February 3rd, it's 2020. We have 10 basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Recording on the road, so hopefully the quality and the sound is okay. Riding solo today because everyone just got, you know, got you had some fun at the Roto Grinders party. Um, a lot of people on the road. So recording solo today. Um, 10 games slate, lot to talk about. So a lot of stuff to get through here. So we're going to jump right in, probably end up being, you know, shorter 10 game breakdown than usual, just because I'm going solo. And, um, so yeah, let's crush it. We got the all-star break coming up. NFL is officially over, you know, congratulations. Um, congratulations to the Kansas city chiefs. So if I sound tired, I am tired. I'm getting old. That RG basketball game was insane, and this old fat dude cannot run anymore. Uh, so I'm tired, just like a lot of these old guys. Um, tired, tired, tired. There'll be some videos coming up soon for that for sure, so make sure you're checking that out. Also, if you're playing over there on FanDuel, the single-entry series presented by Roto Grinders is rolling on over there. So make sure you're checking that out, getting into that. Um, love the single-entry series. Love what they're doing over there each and every time that this comes up. So. If you haven't checked that out, make sure you head on over there and give it a look. We get started here with Dallas at Indiana. No total in this game, which is kind of a theme of this podcast. Curry's out, Luca's out, Powell is out, and then on the Pacers side, Warren is out. So we know Luca's going to be out, but this will be the first time that like Curry will be out too. So you know when we're looking at Dallas. You know, Porzingis, high usage, averaging over a fantasy point per minute with Luka off the floor. So I think that, um, you know, Porzingis, monster game against Houston, sat out on Saturday against Atlanta for rest purposes. So I think he's a really strong play here. I don't really love the spot or the price for Finney Smith. I think he kind of benefited for, from Porzingis and Luka being out last game. 
I think the price increase is a little too steep. You know, Brunson's going to play solid minutes. Um, you know, it's just figuring out whether it's going to be Brunson, whether it's going to be Wright, um, whether it's going to be Berea. It's always tough when it comes to Dallas when we're looking at these rotations. But, you know, when we're looking at the usage with Curry, Luka, and Powell off the floor, Porzingis, 27%, averaging 1.38. But Berea, 29% usage, averaging 1.43 fantasy points per minute. So Berea, obviously – has some really strong upside if he's able to get the minutes here. Wright and Brunson both also average over fantasy point per minute. So there's plenty of ways to attack Dallas. They're going to be pretty popular here. One thing that you have to remember in this game when it comes to Dallas is the Pacers, they're a good, they're a good defensive team. Um, so you have to remember that. And this is going to be – a game that's pretty slow in general, Dallas 19th in pace, um, the Pacers 26th in pace. So, overall, this might be a slower-paced game, good defense, but I still think that there's plenty of value on the Dallas side to like some of these guys. Um, on the Pacers side of things, you know, Sabonis, 9,600, is, it's really, really steep here. I think you could crush in this matchup. I just – I hate the price point. I think the price point is a little too high. Brogdon. 6,300, I think that this is a really good matchup for Brogdon. You know, with all these guys out, um, you know, Brogdon's played over 33 minutes in back-to-back games now. He looks good to go, and I think that, you know, at this price, he's kind of a value play here. Um, Oladipo at 5,900. Until we kind of see his minutes go up, really don't have interest in Oladipo until that happens, so. Um, outside of that, you know, with no Warren, maybe you take some tournament shots on Jeremy Lamb, Miles Turner. These guys are interesting tournament plays with no Warren, but I'd probably take a shot on Lamb first. But I don't honestly love either one of them. I'd rather take a shot on, like, you know, J.J. Brea and just hope that he gets the minutes. Uh, I did forget to mention Willie Cauley-Stein, but I think that his 26 minutes the other night was just because Porzingis was sitting. So I don't want to get too excited on that one. But they might need his size in this game. Um, Orlando at Charlotte. Aminu is out. DJ Augustine is out. Fournier is questionable. Isaac is out. And then on the Charlotte side of things, P.J. Washington is doubtful. So we'll kind of have to watch that one, but it doesn't sound like he's going to play. Um, you know, we'll start with the magic side of things. Vooch is 8,800 in this spot. It's expensive, but this is a great spot for him. You know, Charlotte, one of the worst teams in basketball against big men. We wish, wish Vooch was a little bit cheaper. He has gone for over 40 fantasy points in five of the last six games, but at 8,800, he's really going to need to get in the fifties. And I think he could do it in this matchup, but you know, even in a great matchup, the first time these two teams played, he put up 46. So I don't mind Vooch. I just wish he was a little bit cheaper. I do think he's the best play on the Magic side of things here. If Fournier were to sit, um, a lot of bumps. I think Aaron Gordon would get a bump if Fournier sat. I think Foltz would get a bump. I think Terrence Ross would get a bump. Uh, so, going to be watching this one. Terrence Ross quietly has played over 28 minutes in three straight games. The shots are there. 11, 14, and 15, 14. 
16. He's just taking double-digit shots. You just you really need Terrence Ross to get hot uh, to pay off his price tag. I don't mind it, um, especially if Fournier sits. Um, you know, if if Fournier sits and like Bertrand, one of these guys start, obviously they offer a little bit of upside here. You'll have to kind of watch that news. Um, on the Charlotte side of things, you know, Graham and Rozier, 7,500 and 6,700, they both have upside. It's just the Magic have been really good defensively this season. Like, I'm a, one of the first people to play Devontae Graham just about in any matchup. He's a guy that I really like just in general. Um, Rogier at 6,700, like, he's a guy that can go for 40-plus in any matchup too. But it's just a tough matchup for these guys. I don't really love either one of them. Um, with P.J. Washington doubtful in this game, I think a guy that you could potentially play in large field tournaments is Bridges. Um, I think you could take a shot on Zeller too if you wanted to. But I think Miles Bridges plays 35-plus minutes in this game. He's been playing really, really well recently. So Miles Bridges would be the guy that I'd be taking shots on here if P.J. Was Washington ends up sitting. Um, I don't think Marvin Williams, even if P.J. Washington sits – is too interesting. Like, if you need the value, he's likely going to play 25 to 30 minutes. He started the other night. Um, you know, I think that Marvin Williams, if he gets 25 minutes in this game, he's okay at 3,300. But really just a, a DraftKings play um, at that price point, depending on some of how this injury news falls today as well. Uh, we got the Knicks at Cleveland taking on the Cavs. 217 total. Uh, Knicks favored by one and a half in this game. RJ Barrett's out. Nick Lakina is questionable. Randall is questionable. And Knight is doubtful. Um, you know, when we're looking at this spot for New York, obviously it depends a lot on Julius Randall if he plays or not. It sounds like he is probable uh, on the on the more probable sign. Um, and, you know, obviously just – Coming off of a monster game against the Pacers um, the other night, you know Marcus Morris at 6,600 would be a guy that I'd play a ton of if we got news that Randall wasn't going to play. I don't mind Marcus Morris, and you can find him on a site where he's a little bit cheaper. Um, Elf has been playing a ton of minutes at point guard. His usage has been solid. Um, almost had a triple-double the other night against Memphis. Cleveland, not a very good defensive team. I don't mind taking a shot at Elf Payton. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, he's so hit or miss right now. Um, like if he just if he got minutes, he'd be crushing it. Um, but he's honestly just not getting a ton of minutes right now. So for me, you know, I I think Elf Payton, um, Marcus Morris, Julius Randle, if he plays, I don't mind him. Um, on the Cleveland side of things, you know, Kevin Love. He's in play at 7,100. He's a guy that could get you 5, 6, 7x. I don't know if he's like a, a massive ceiling guy, but I do think this is a good matchup for him going up against the Knicks. I like it even more if Randall ends up sitting. Um, Saxon still a ton of usage. He's gone for over 36 fantasy points in three straight games now. I don't mind taking a tournament flyer on him. Um, 
Outside of that, though, like, you know, Garland, his minutes have been back up recently. So if you want to take a shot there, um, Larry Nance's minutes back down a little bit, but that Golden State game was kind of ugly. So I don't want to completely judge off that game, but, you know, he is – Larry Nance is going to be a guy that's pretty hit or miss on most nights, which, you know, kind of makes him a really interesting tournament play. Just about on any slates. Um, yeah, and I don't think I'm going to attempt to go down that Kevin Porter Jr. stretch again. That was not pretty the other night. Um, up next, we got Golden State at Washington. 236 total here. Washington favored by four and a half. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is questionable. And Jordan McRae is out on the other side of this game. Um, obviously, let's start with the Golden State side here. You know, Russell plays. He's a guy that obviously can crush in any matchup. You know, he has two 50-point games in the last four. You know, four of them in the last seven and five of them in the last ten. So, Russell's a guy that could go for 50-plus fantasy points. He's more expensive now. So, if he is somewhat banged up here, just in general, I think that, you know, you could be underweight on him um, in large field tournaments. But on the flip side, this game is going to be up and down, up and down. It's going to be a really fast-paced game. So there should be some really strong um, fantasy plays from this one. Um, I don't mind Draymond at 6,500. He's gone for over 45 fantasy points in two of the last three games. He has some really solid upside here at 6,500. So I don't mind taking a shot at him. Um, Alec Burks, just the usage is way down again. If for some reason D'Angelo Russell does end up sitting, which I don't think happens, I think that you know you could definitely, definitely take a shot on Burks if Russell sits. So just gonna have to kind of watch that news. Um, Glenn Robinson, he's five K. He's gonna play minutes. He's a guy that you might like see in pop in like projection models today, which it makes sense um, at this price point. In this matchup, you know, Washington, terrible defensive team. Um, On the Washington side of things, Bradley Beal's finally over 10K. You know, we played him every night, it seems like, for the last week or so, week and a half. Um, Price has finally caught back up to production. The minutes are back up. Um, the shot attempts, the usage, everything, what you want to see out of Bradley Beal right now. Um, so I don't hate it. There's just going to be probably guys that I end up liking a little bit more. Um, and then, like, outside of – Outside of Bradley Beal, Washington just a team. It's tough to kind of figure out. Um, you know, Thomas Bryant is a little interesting, depending on if he gets the minutes. But he's gone for over 30 fantasy points in three straight games now. Good matchup here against Golden State. If you want to take a shot on him in tournaments, I don't hate it. Bertans has played over 28 minutes now in four straight. So five of the last six. 
he's a guy that could shoot well in this game and pay off his price tag, so don't mind Bertans. Troy Brown Jr. with McCray out. He's been playing in that mid-25 to low, like, 31-32. Had a couple 35-minute games in there with McCray out. Um, I don't hate Troy Brown Jr. here. Um, but we're just going to have to kind of see – because Herrera is expected back, so does that hurt Bryant? Does it hurt Brown? Going to have to kind of dig into this one a little bit more. Because I'm pretty sure um, Wagner is back too. So will be really interesting to see how Washington approaches this. I probably wouldn't take a shot on like Mahini or – yeah, like Mahini and like Bonga, I, I wouldn't take any ten, any shots on these guys. I know Bonga's been playing minutes recently, but all these guys coming back, I, I just don't see that, you know, continuing here. Boston at Atlanta, you know, Cantor is questionable, Smart is questionable, Kemba is out, and on the Atlanta side, <coughs> Frembury is doubtful, Fernando is questionable, Hunter is questionable. Lynn is out, um, Reddish is out, and Trey Young is questionable. This could be the game that we get a ton of value from. Um, it really could open up a ton, depending on how some of this injury news falls. Um, we'll start on the Boston side of things. Like, if Marcus Smart sits two on top of Kimba, it's going to be chalk – Wanamaker night, and we all hate playing Chalk Wanamaker, Brad Wanamaker, but I would have a hard time not playing him in this spot. Um, it's just hard not to think that if Kimba and Smart both sit, that he doesn't hit value here. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I think Brown gets a nice bump with Kimba off the floor. And his smart sits. Uh, so we'll have to really pay attention to Marcus Smart news. I think if Marcus Smart plays, he's a guy you could potentially look at here. If Daniel Tice is cheap on any of the sites, I don't mind him in this matchup. Um, outside of that, you know, Tatum at 7,500 always has some tournament appeal. He's going for over 40 fantasy points. In four of the last five games, he's 7,500. So let's throw Tatum into the mix as well, depending on how some of this injury news falls on the Boston side. And, you know, as far as the Atlanta side of this game goes, it's nearly impossible to break down the Atlanta side night before here because Trey Young, questionable, obviously. You know, we'd be looking at playing maybe Jeff Teague, maybe Goodwin. Um, Brandon Goodwin or Jeff Teague would be the guys that we would potentially be playing here. I just don't know how much they're going to run Teague out there, but they ran him out there 30 minutes the other night, um, you know, when, when Young was out. He shot the ball terrible, but he got the minutes that we were hoping for. So. If we get news that Trey Young sits in this game, I think you have to look at Teague. With Ben Bray and Reddish, doubtful and out. Hunter questionable. 
it's just a spot that I think you're looking at Herter. Um, he's going to play a ton of minutes in this spot. It's not a great defensive matchup that you're hoping for. But I don't mind it. You know, John Collins is a guy that has a little bit of ceiling with these guys out. He's going to play solid minutes. Um, outside of that, I don't know if there's any of these guys, like, how many minutes will they really give, like, Vince Carter? Um, he's 3,500. I probably wouldn't recommend doing it. Um, but if these, But if these guys are going to be out, I think you – could potentially take a shot, my boy BC, which is just weird to say, but it would have to be a large field tournament for sure. Uh, moving on, we got Phoenix at Brooklyn. No total in this one. You know, we'll have to kind of see how the injury news falls uh, for Phoenix with a back-to-back. You know, Rubio missed Sunday's game. So we'll kind of have to see how that falls. And Kyrie is out on the Brooklyn side. So as far as Phoenix goes, you know, Booker. Booker always a high upside guy regardless of who's out and who's playing. He's 8,600. I love the spot for DeAndre Ayton. I hate the fact that it's a back-to-back, but it's hard not to love this spot for him. He should absolutely crush in this matchup you know, given that he plays full amount of minutes on the back-to-back here. Um, absolutely love DeAndre Ayton in this spot. I think he, again, I think he crushes here. So, um, I don't mind Ubre. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. If we got news that Rubio was going to sit, um, you know, maybe Ubre plays a little bit of point guard minutes. Miles Bridges played 30 minutes uh, for the third straight game the other night um, on Sunday. The other night, <laughs> um, so yeah. Outside of that, though, like you know, depending on some of this injury news, like Okubo played twenty six minutes with Rubio out. He is min salary. He's probably going to be pretty popular in this spot. So use at your own decision would be the best way that I would approach Okubo. Um, with Kyrie out for Brooklyn, you know, obviously a big bump to Spencer Dinwiddie, but he's kind of priced for that bump already. I don't mind the spot for him. I just kind of wish that they didn't adjust it fully that fast. Um, you know, Jared Allen has been very hit or miss here recently. I don't really love this spot for him. Um, you know, Prince is okay at 5,100. I don't love that either. Like I said, the guy that I like here a lot is Dinwiddie. Joe Harris is okay. He's going to play 30 minutes in this game. It's all going to depend on if he shoots the ball well. And it's kind of it for me. I don't really see anything else that is, like, jumping off the page to me in this Brooklyn spot. Uh, Philly at Miami, 213 total. Miami favored by three and a half. Richardson and Winslow are still out on their respective teams. Uh, sorry with Philly. You know, Embiid's price is really tempting here at 9,200, but he just really hasn't had that blow-up game. They've played three times, and he's averaging 54 fantasy points um, in those three games. So, you know, obviously, he's a guy that has some solid upside. It's just I worry about, like, is he still kind of banged up? Is he not 
you know, is he not running as much? You know, Ben Simmons is okay. His price is kind of caught up with the production. Um, you know, Tobias has been playing really strong minutes with Richardson out. Al Horford's okay. Don't love it. Um, you know, Milton is a guy that continues to play decent minutes. I just – I wish his price would come down. Um, and I know I said that about a bunch of guys today, but, you know, it's just – it's true. So, and I guess, like, we should mention Thibault just because he's been playing minutes um, in the mid-20s here recently. They've been giving Milton more run. But Thibault is a guy that I don't hate in large field tournaments if you're looking for off-the-board, low-owned tournament plays. Um, on the Miami side of things, like, you know, I don't ever have an issue playing Butler at 8,100. He's a guy that obviously can put up fantasy points in a hurry. Um, he's gone for over 50 in two of the last 10 games. So he's a guy that has upside at 8,100. I don't hate this spot for him. Um, outside of that, though, like, Gordon Drogic is going to play decent minutes. Um, you know, Kendrick Nunn is expected back here. Um, after playing Saturday against the Magic, he played 17 minutes in that game. So they're not rushing him back. But there are some of these guys that you take shots on large field tournaments. I just – I don't really love these guys. Uh, there's just better better opportunities, I feel like. Um, next we got Detroit at Memphis. Obviously Detroit getting – one of the best pace bumps in basketball, you know, we talk about Memphis playing at a fast pace, not playing a ton of defense. Um, as far as injuries in this game go, um, we got nothing the night before on these two teams. So we'll have to kind of see how it plays out. Um, but I highly doubt Derek Rose plays. He got hurt Sunday. Um, I highly doubt Luke Kennard plays. Yeah, you know, Brandon Clark missed Friday's game, so we'll have to kind of just pay attention to this news here throughout the day. Let's start here um, on the Detroit side. Love the pace-up spot here. Love the spot for Drummond, but probably my favorite value play on the slate is Reggie Jackson with Derrick Rose not expected to play here. You know, I think I, – I think you just – Reggie Jackson under 5K in this matchup, this fast-paced Mem- Memphis matchup. I like this one. I think he could absolutely crush here. And like I said, he's probably my favorite value play of the day. Um, On the Memphis side of things, you know, Valanciunas has upside in any matchup. They're going to need his size in this game. I just hate the price for unknown minutes. You know, sometimes he plays a lot. Sometimes he doesn't. Triple J, this is probably a spot that I'll stay away from. This screams foul trouble just in general here. So if Triple J can stay out of foul trouble and Clark misses the game, uh, Triple J is a guy that has a ceiling. Morant has a ceiling, you know, especially with Reggie Jackson playing defense. Um, so I don't hate that. Jay Crowder is 4,800, should play, you know, 28 to 30 minutes. Um, I don't mind him. But, yeah, not probably going with Melton or any of these other guys from Memphis. Um, I know And over the weekend, Josh Jackson um, had a really good game. But I, I just – I just don't see – I just don't see Jackson getting a ton of minutes here. 
you know, maybe we get a different read on this situation, um, you know, throughout the day. But I just – we'll have to kind of see how this plays out because Jackson did play log, log plenty of minutes. Um, and, like, Crowder, as far as I know, didn't get suspended. So, you're just trusting Josh Jackson here. Um, <laughs> it's just hard to trust Josh Jackson. We've done that so many times. Um, but we'll kind of have to see how this plays out, if he's in the starting lineup or however they want approach Josh Jackson here for Memphis. Uh, Minnesota at Sacramento. 228 total here. Sacramento favored by one and a half in this game. Crab is doubtful. Layman is out. Bagley is out. And Holmes is doubtful on the other side of this game. Starting with Memphis or Minnesota. Told you guys, it was a long day. Long day. Um, you know, Carl Anthony Towns is a guy that has a nice ceiling in this spot. He also probably has like a 50-point floor. Uh, so, I honestly, I don't hate him. You know, Wiggins. Big game against Sacramento the last time they played. Put up 63 fantasy points, and, you know, that was a week ago. So, obviously, Wiggins has some upside. It's just I hate playing Wiggins. It's just so dependent on his scoring. You know, Napier is a guy that I wish was a little bit cheaper, but I just still think that he has some really strong upside at that price point. Um Covington's fine. He's. I wish Covington was like $800 cheaper. Then I feel like he could probably 7X. Um, Culver, he really hasn't had great games here recently, so I don't want to go there. Okaji hasn't been playing great either, so I just don't really love those guys. On the Sacramento side of things, um, see, I said Sacramento, right? Fox is always a guy that I like. Minnesota has been playing, you know, better defense recently, but they're still a team that plays an extremely fast pace. Um, so, like, Minnesota is a team that's seventh in pace, and the Kings are 25th in pace. So, obviously, this is one of the best pace bumps that we're going to have on this slate. So, for that reason, um, I, I like Fox – you know, for tournaments, I think he's he's solid. I, I think that you can take shots on Buddy Heald for tournaments. Um, he's been hit or miss against this team this season, but I like this spot for Buddy Heald. Um, Bielitsa, assuming that Badley and Holmes both end up sitting, I think Bielitsa is fine here. You know, this is a pace spot, pace up spot. Um, Bogdanovich has been, you know, rolled into that, like, starting lineup, and he's been playing really decent. He's 5,300. He has some solid upside at that price point. Um, moving on, we got San Antonio at L.A. taking on the Clippers. 227.5 total here. Clippers here by 10. Don't have any injury news to report in this one the night before. Um, you know, looking at the San Antonio side here, DeRozan is 8,700. I know he's had some 50-point games here recently. I just This is a really tough matchup. He's averaging 36 fantasy points in three meetings against this team this season. LaMarcus Aldridge at 6,900. He has some upside, but he's been playing terrible here recently. But hence the price. Um, Yapotal, 
obviously, with LaMarcus Aldridge back, don't want to go there. His price, DeJounte Murray at 5,200 for who knows how many minutes he's been playing recently. He's been playing really good, but, you know, you just it's so hard to trust the minutes for San Antonio. And then on the Clippers side, I like this price for Paul George, uh, 7,800. I think he's a guy that we could potentially see the minutes um, ramp up here. I know, like, they played him 25 minutes, but they said there was going to be a 20-minute limit. So I don't hate taking a large field tournament shot at Paul George, hoping that he plays more minutes like he did the other night. Um, Kawhi is fine. He's not my favorite player over that price range. Um, Lou Williams always has some upside, but with all these guys healthy, both of these teams, I'm just hoping this is a low-scoring game. I know it has a 227.5 total, which is high, but I just struggle to kind of see how this one plays out. So, being a high-scoring game in any way. So, um, all right, I don't have the morning grind game because I'm on the road. I don't <laughs> – you would think because I do this every day, I would remember the questions, um, but I don't, and I'll be traveling, so I can't really update it anyway. So, morning grind, morning grind game. We'll be back tomorrow. Hope everyone enjoyed the Super Bowl. I appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully, this is helpful. Hopefully, I didn't sound too tired and the sound is okay. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops. Good luck at your contest, and we'll see you then.